0: Welcome back. We are still working through our series on HRV and your well-being. And HRV is uh, heart rate variability. So it is the uh, space between each of the beats of your heart and how that measures up in terms of higher or lower. And I've really been walking you through some tips on how to raise your HRV. We've also discussed a number of, of important facts about why HRV is important. We mentioned in probably almost every episode the fact that it's not anything new. It's not new technology. It's just become more available to the general public and for very good reason, much like you should monitor your blood pressure or monitor your cholesterol, etc., etc. Monitoring your HRV is also very important. And if you remember, the benefit to that is preventative measures against heart issues, Um, that affects your autonomic nervous system and other variables as well with your health. So uh, we've been running through a list of tips on how to increase it. We began with exercise, we talked about fasting, and then we had a discussion about foods and the importance of eating clean foods, eating the right foods, and how it affects us. So now we're going to dive into sleep today. And I've mentioned sleep in the past, but let's talk about it again from this perspective on HRV. But, you know, optimizing your sleep can be hard. I I know many have struggled with insomnia, um, you know, even for years, possibly even decades. But what is clear from studies is that when sleep is optimized, HRV automatically goes up. Now, sleep is, you know, just one of those things that you just can't deprive it and expect not to have consequences. And uh, so I've talked before about circadian rhythm, about going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time, and making sure that you allow yourself enough time to sleep so you can get into a deep sleep. Just a couple of quick tips that might help you out. Uh, First of all, don't eat too late at night. You want to allow yourself enough time to digest the food before going to bed because believe it or not the act of digesting can keep you awake <laughs> so those midnight snacks are not such a good idea <laughs> also not too much blue light right before bed is really important because that blue light tends to deceive your brain from the way that it operates to think that it's daylight and so you're not then you you end up not producing the melatonin that you need Not de-stressing, so in other words, not taking the time to unplug, get away from the blue screens, and unwind before bed can be another issue in terms of not being able to sleep. And, And that's directly related to the stress factor as well because if you don't take the time to unwind and unplug, before bed, then chances are the stress alone is going to keep you awake. And I've mentioned to you before that stress actually because of the cortisol that's released. It's a survival mechanism and it suppresses the melatonin. So if you were in a, you know, a life-threatening situation, you would be able to stay awake and not fall asleep, right? So that, that's just a natural reaction of your body. So make sure that you optimize your sleep schedule. Do whatever you have to do to make that happen. Um, And then the next one we're going to go to is meditation. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because meditation can be done in so many different ways. But what I like to do is I like to spend some time deep breathing and getting centered, uh, focus on my heart, focus on, you know, the things that I'm thankful for, uh, focusing on, you know, the, the, the power that... That, you know, we have to be more than what we are today in, in terms of visualization, in terms of, you know, making sure that, that whatever it is that we're thinking about is pushing us forward rather than taking us backwards. So, in other words, not rehearsing the problems, not thinking about all the problems of the day, but trying to keep diverting your attention back to your breathing, back to your heart, back to your gratitude list and who you want to become. So um, it doesn't have to be complex. It's definitely not necessarily a religion. Um, I know in some cases it can be, but this is not the one I'm talking about today. But it has proven again and again and again that it does boost HRV. And as I mentioned early in the program, there are methods that are very heart centered and can be measured in terms of heart coherence, which is the connection between your heart and your brain. So, you know, meditation is a great way to, to manage that and it has a huge beneficial effect on your autonomic nervous system. <clears throat> it's not necessarily new age, but rather a way of bringing your thoughts back and avoiding mental distractions that cause the, the the massive amounts of stress that we're under. You know, and even, you know, just taking a few minutes out of the day when you feel stressed and pulling back and just, you know, shutting your eyes and, and deep breathing. In fact, I remember years and years ago, um, I had heard straight from a heart doctor that one of the prescriptions that she regularly gave all of her patients was to stop at, at intervals during the day and do some deep breathing because what deep breathing does is it lowers the, the blood pressure, your, you know your vital signs come down, you get in a rested state and it's very healthy for you. And, and so often we're just you know very shallow breathers, but we need to breathe deep into our abdomen. Um, box breathing is another great way to to reduce the stress. That's basically four seconds. Of breathing in, four seconds hold at the top, four seconds breathe out, four seconds hold at the bottom, and you keep doing that until you feel better. And so this is all, you know, part of what, what could be meditation, but study after study has shown, you know, and it's becoming more and more, you know, accepted by the general public that daily meditation, or, or breathing at least, is can be incredibly beneficial at raising your HRV. So, um, I am getting low on time, so instead of going into the next one, I think that you know we'll go ahead and close it up for today. But I want to remind you to get the book Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine because these tips are all about routine. It's what you do throughout the day, every day. It's the little things that that make the biggest difference. And I say that at the beginning of every podcast, so you should know it by now if you've listened to me for any length of time but it really does make a difference and you know every moment you're building a legacy not only in terms of how others might see you or what a difference you're making in the world but also the legacy that you're building in your own health in your own well-being and your overall you know uh, ability to function at the levels that you want to late into your years of life so again thank you for joining us on the podcast looking forward to having you tomorrow have an amazing day